Hello, and welcome to Atari Bytes, the show where we take a bite out of the story within a classic Atari 2600 game and see if that story bites us back. My name is Bill. Thanks for being here. This is episode 5. Wow, we made it to 5. This should be a prize for something like that. Great things come in 5s. The Fifth Doctor and Doctor Who is pretty cool. There have been 5 episodes in the recent X-Files miniseries event. That's about all I got. But still, it's pretty cool to be humming along and into our fifth episode already. Speaking of the X-Files, as I record this on a Friday night, we've only got one more episode of the miniseries event, and I'm very sad about that. Having experienced the X-Files these last few weeks for the first time in many, many years, it occurs to me that it's a really good time to be retro, to be into anything old. Everything old is new again. I think that's an old song. The X-Files is on TV right now. I heard not long ago that it is pretty much definite that Greatest American Hero and MacGyver are going to come back to TV, at least relatively soon. It's always been rumored, but it, it appears to be a legitimate thing. We have Star Wars on the big screen. There's going to be a new Star Trek TV series next year. Everything old is being mined for viewing pleasure again. I got my fingers crossed for that Fall Guy reboot announcement. And of course, retro games and gaming podcasts are bitter than ever. The Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast is one of those. The 5200 Supercast. The uh, Atari Jaguar Game by Game podcast. On and on and on. There are lots of great ones out there. You should listen to all of them. But first, you should listen to this one. So I think it's time to do some retro. How's that for a catchphrase? Yeah, maybe not. Okay, so this week's game is Demons to Diamonds, a 1982 Atari game for one or two players. The object in this game is to score as many points as possible, duh, while losing as few lives as possible. You start with five lives, four of them are displayed on the side of your screen in the far right corner, looking like rect uh, white rectangles. Uh, I, by the way, am reading from the official Demons to Diamonds paper manual that actually came with my copy of the game when I was a kid. Use the paddle controller to move your laser back and forth across the top or bottom of the playfield. Hold on. I played this game a bunch of times. I didn't know you could go to the top. Weird. Press the red button to fire at the demons. The longer you hold in the red button, the farther your laser will extend up or down the screen. The laser disappears when it hits a demon, a skull, or any other object on the screen. Now, I've played this. Not only did I not know you could go to the top of the screen, but I could never get my laser to go from the bottom of the screen to the top. There's something fishy here. Who's been messing with my game? Or my manual? It's one thing to mess with a man's game, but do not mess with their manual. Anyway, hit this demons the same color as your laser base to score points. Demons will first appear in the middle two rows. When you've hit a demon of your color, it eventually changes into a pulsating diamond. If your, your opponent can hit this diamond before it disappears, the one who hits it scores bonus points. And remember, if you have a pulsating diamond, last for more than four hours, please seek medical attention. I added that part. When you hit a demon of your opponent's color, it transforms into a skull that shoots in both directions. Watch out for these skulls. You lose a life every time you are struck by a skull's bullet. In some game variations, you also lose life when your laser base is hit by your opponent. Skulls disappear after a while. Demons move back and forth across the screen. They change colors when they bump into the wall. Screen flashes briefly to signal the end of one wave and the start of another. At first, the demons move slowly, and the skulls are stationary, and as the game 
progresses, the demons pick up speed, and the skulls move about. And so on and so on. In two-player games, you score bonus points for lives that remain after your opponent has lost all of his or hers. A high bell-like sound rings off each remaining life as your bonus points are added. So that's basically the game. I think after a break, we'll slaughter some demons. skill to try our luck at winning a giant stuffed octopus or perhaps our immortal soul. It's really kind of hard to know until we try it. So let's give it a shot. My guys moving across the bottom. Here come the demons. They're not so threatening. They just kind of walk around. Then, shoot. Oh my goodness, there's a skull. Hey, that skull just loogied on me. That's kind of gross. Oh, ew. I don't want skulls not. There's some diamonds. It'd be nice if I could move anywhere, you know, up and down, but I'm confined to moving left and right. And those skulls are kind of relentless. They don't move, but they got firepower. Also, my laser doesn't reach all the way to the top. It's a common problem, I know. The little red demon's up there taunting me, and I can't reach him. That's not fair. Whoa. I guess I cleared the board. Or it went all wonky. Uh-oh. One more. Ooh. This could be it. Last life. Better make it count. Die, demons! Well, no stuffed octopus for me, I guess. But have I saved my own soul? Back to you in the studio. Okay. Well, we're back. That's Demons to Diamonds. And I am very confused. What exactly is going on here? This is some weird stuff, Atari. Demons that look kind of like, I don't know, gremlins from that old movie. You got diamonds bouncing around. I'm pretty sure diamonds don't bounce. You got skulls spewing snot. What's the deal? I think Atari recognized that even for them, this was a pretty weird game. So they helped us out. They knew one day in the 30 years in the future there would be an Atari podcast devoted to the story within the game. So they gave us a story. It's called Saturday at the Cosmic Carnival. It's found on page one of the official paper Demons to Diamonds manual. So, sit back, snuggle into your pillow. It's time for Bill to tell you a story. <clears throat> you and your best friend are spending a super Saturday at the Cosmic Carnival. So far, you've done all the usual things. Now you're restlessly looking around for a new thrill. This sounds like the beginning of an after-school special. Something exciting and different. Some competitive skill sport. Suddenly you hear a taunting voice coming from the vicinity of Target Skill Gallery. Target Skill Gallery. Say that ten times fast. Whoa! Let's see what that's about! You say as you make a sharp left and jog off in the direction of the high-pitched speech. The nonstop voice belongs to a squat, two-foot-tall demon parading back and forth in front of a huge vertical shooting range. Hey, you! squeaks the demon, pointing directly at you. Would you like to command a laser base? Like to hit tigers, targets and score points? Are you looking for fun, excitement, a game in which you must dodge danger? 
We are the demons, and we dare you to try your laser-sharp shooting skills on us. We're full of surprises. We sidestep all over the shooting range. We yak at you until you shut us up. We change into new target forms, precious diamonds or deadly skulls. Hit a diamond, you'll score a small fortune in bonus points. But beware of skulls. So come on, reach for your laser, exercise your traitor finger on us. Put us through our paces, and we'll dale you with demonic tricks. Okay, there's a number of things wrong with this story. One, if a squat demon starts talking to me, I'm running the other way. Two, where do these kids live that they carry around lasers? Are they from, you know, Eureka? Call back to an old sci-fi TV show. And then, finally, what's up with this demon asking you to come and kill him? This is very, very weird. It's an old story, I guess. You're out on a Saturday. The bright lights and distinctive jaunty sounds of the carnival midway beckon you. You grab a friend and head out. Isn't this the plot of Something Wicked This Way Comes? By the pricking of my thumbs, Something Wicked This Way Comes. Indeed. The smell of the popcorn and hot dogs, plumes of cotton candy wafting in the air, lines of games tempting you, calling to you. And then, of course, the squat, squeaky-voiced demon calling you over. And then you go and slaughter a bunch of his friends and family. So, does he die too, I wonder? What kind of kid are you? that not only carries a laser, but doesn't blink at the idea of going out and wiping out a bunch of demons. What's in it for you, other than the joy of killing something? Is it the shiny diamonds? Is that what you're after in this game? Because you actually shoot them. You don't collect them or anything. In a typical midway game, you get to keep the giant stuffed octopus or whatever it is that you win and then make your dad carry around for the next six hours. So why can't you keep the diamonds in this game? At least then I would understand you have some sort of monetary incentive. And what the hell's the deal with the skulls? They don't just sit there, they shoot at you. And they don't just shoot at you, they shoot snot at you. That's like beyond insulting. Plus, it was really weird. I turned the game on for the first time in decades and was totally tripped out by these skulls popping up. Like some sort of hellish whack-a-mole game. So, if you're the kid that the demon calls over to commit mass genocide. You know, I guess I can hand wave away the idea that the demons turn into skulls and the diamonds and whatnot, but do you ha have some sort of diamond fetish, some sort of death fetish here that I'm not seeing? I just don't, I don't get the motivation. What happens if you walk away? You say, you know what, I think I'd rather try my, my chance at the ring toss, or that game where you pop the balloons and, and did a Ghostbusters mirror, or something. I, I don't get it. You know, if it's a racing game, you have to finish the course. If it's uh, Donkey Kong, you gotta catch the gorilla. If it's Pac-Man, you gotta eat all the pellets. In this game, I don't really get what you're trying to do, other than just kill a bunch of things. And maybe that's good enough. I think you can tell I don't really love this game. The graphics are okay, I guess. They're very Space, Vader space Invader-ish looking demons. The diamonds are really only diamonds in the academic sense. I've been told they're diamonds, so I guess I know that's what they are. They don't necessarily look like diamonds. There's nothing on screen that suggests to me a Carnival Midway. Have I been space warped to some other planet or something? I just don't know. If you guys love this game and I'm missing something, please let me know. So I guess it's safe to say that I won't be waving teary-eyed at the demon carnival as the train rumbles out of town, wondering if all this really happened or if it was some sort of corndog-induced fever dream. This was an X-Files episode, and I had gone through all this. This is 
the point in the episode where we cut to the scene of the train pulling away in the dead of night with some sort of goblin sitting on top of the train eating a funnel cake, powdered sugar on his nose. He'd laugh and laugh while the unsuspecting townsfolk slept. Roll the credits. My thanks to Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com for the use of his songs Pinball Spring, Reformat, and Take a Chance. You can find Atari Bytes on iTunes and Stitcher. Please leave us a review. It helps other people find the show. You can also find the show at AtariBytes.Libson.com. Remember, Bytes is spelled B-Y-T-E-S. Please do also contact me at AtariBytes2016 at gmail.com with your comments. You can like the show on Facebook. You can follow us at AtariBytes on Twitter. Or follow me personally at Carnival of Glee. So that's our show. As always, until next time, play some old games. They've missed you.